I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at Burrow.com slash ACAST. That's Burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Okej, det är andra gången som vi kommer att prata engelska i Ronnys rullar filmpodden. Första gången var ju James Newton Howard som var gäst. Och nu sitter jag här med Mr. Greg Weiss. Welcome to Ronnys rullar, Ronnys reels. I'm so thrilled to be on Ronnys reels. First time. You can talk without any commercial interruption. Ronnys reels version. (laughs) Now, let's start with a thing I thought... From the beginning, 
what was it? Did you see anything on TV or something when you were a kid and, and you understood that I'm going to be an actor? It wasn't so much TV. We, we weren't allowed to watch television when we were children. Okay. Um, which was good, actually, because it meant that we played as children. And we were very lucky in um, one of... The second house I lived in was a, was a big old house, and we were given our own room as the children. We had our playroom, and it backed out onto a big garden, onto a back gate... So all the kids, all the children in the area would come. We'd play in the garden if it was a good day or we'd come and play in the playroom. And we had the big dressing-up box. So all these old clothes that my parents had got from old charity shops and things. And we had a, um, a little climbing frame inside. And also, So we, we constantly, as children, made up stories and dressed up and pretended and played... Um, and I think that's where it started. Had little puppet shows as well, without any influences of TV. No influences of TV. No influences Films. from from grown-ups movies either. Um, no, we didn't. We didn't watch television. We didn't have television. And I still, I, I don't think I've watched television since 1985. Not even the English TV. No, no. BBC, who had no. Midsummer yeah. Murders. No. <laughs> Very popular. They ask me every year to be <laughs> in the Midsummer yeah. Murders, and I haven't, I haven't done it yet. Okay. Um, no, I just, I, I, I was not brought up with television, and I don't watch television. And um, I'm, I'm always very intrigued by people who spend all their days working, looking at a screen, and then come home and look at a screen for four hours. I think that's quite strange. So, but is it so? So you you had it in your blood from the beginning, so to speak, that you wanted to dress up and become another or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's all we do. We just dress up and pretend. Comic books? Did you read uh, like you know? No superheroes. No, no. I didn't read. I didn't read. My sister was a big reader. Um, I was a big falling out of trees boy and getting dirty and getting messy and yeah. climbing and. Um, uh, and I think the power of the imagination in a child, which is beaten out of children by the school process, yeah. which now we have to find again because we have the only thing we have as people above the machines are our imagination. So we have to now retrain children to have imagination. Yeah. And I don't think we train children by them watching television. So we are getting too personal, but your own kid, mm -hmm. uh, it's very important that it's just an iPad and stuff like that. Oh, look, the, the way that children watch media now is so different anyway. She's yeah. watching things on her phone whilst watching them on her computer whilst writing an essay on Napoleon. Okay. You know, yeah. it's, it's, they just have so much input. But it's good also that you can just click away, read about Napoleon instead of going to the big encyclopedia book. Yeah, <laughs> but, I don't know. I, I, I like the big books. Yeah, I like the, you know. I love coffee table books. Yeah, yeah. And we like, also, we, we spend as a family, we spend probably four months of the year um, up in our cottage in the middle of nowhere in Scotland and there's no internet, there's no mobile phone signal, okay. there's no television. Radio. So... Uh, there's radio steam engine there's steam powered radio we have our sauna as well there um, but it means when you can't think of something 
you go to the book and you go to the big encyclopedia yeah. and start to thumb through yeah. and look. Of course. Or you use your memory. And somewhere deep down is the answer. In everyone, always. But we yeah. go, oh, let's not worry about really thinking and concentrating. Let's just go and Google it. Yeah. So I think it's, 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 it's changing our relationship with our memories yeah. and our brains. I'm thinking when we met this summer and said hi, it was great. And we talked about being a Geordie, as mm-hmm. you are. Mm-hmm. And also a, a colleague of yours, not a colleague of yours, but a fellow Geordie guy is Brown Ferry. Mm-hmm. Who came from, he was, a, as he said, my, my mother was a country girl. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like that. Well, we ha- I have an interesting relationship with Brian Ferry. My yeah. uncle was a professor of art, of sculpture, at um, Newcastle University. And Brian Ferry was one of his students. Oh, yeah. And he told Brian, he told Brian Ferry he was shit. He was shit. And <laughs> should go and do something else. And he did. And he did. <laughs> so um, you all have my uncle to thank for, uh, for Roxy, Roxy Music. Roxy Music and Ferry's great Dylan. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah version. Well, so, so, but he came, came from a simple background is it working classes you for you as well or how was your um it it changed the the generation above me was the change my my um grandfather worked on the railways and his brothers were miners coal miners um and in a very strange way my grandfather who had four sons all four sons went into fine art one architect two artists and a sculptor, which was amazing for the time. But that generation was very much, you would work down the mine, you would come home, you would have a wash, and you would go out in the evening to listen to talks for the working man. It was about the education of the working man, about the education of their minds and their brains. And of course, these guys then said to their children, don't follow me. Don't come and work in the mines. Don't okay. work on the railways. Have an education. Get out. Yeah. Um, so my father's side were all manual workers, railway workers. My mother's side were all Central European. So my grandfather was Transylvanian. Ah. My grandmother was Croatian. Um, they were slightly um, higher in the social scale. So they were uh, engineers or um, uh Architects, but again, a lot of fine artists. So oddly, from both sides of my parents, I have fine art yeah, in my so blood. To influence you, um, so I originally trained as an architect. Oh yeah, okay. Um, before going to drama school. So you went to drama school mm-hmm. where? In Glasgow, in, in, Scot- Glasgow, in Scotland. Yeah. Really? And was there something there? Since you said you grew up with playing and things like, but then architect from architect to take the step to be an actor. What was that? Um, I, think, thing that I think everything is the same thing. I think it's only recently that we have pulled the various things aside. In the past, you would study law, philosophy, uh, politics, engineering, art, all together. And it's only very recently that we've said, no, these are all different things. They're not different things. Architecture... Drama, music, sculpture is all the same thing. It just finds a different medium to express. Um, uh, And interestingly, many years ago, I made a documentary on my own. Um, An old friend of mine, I needed to 
find out about him and find out about our relationship. So for about seven years, we played and I filmed him and then I edited it down. And I found for the first time I was using all my different muscles because I was having to paint the picture by choosing the shot. Yeah. I was telling the story, which I do as an actor, in the interviews. I was using my um, architecture um, in terms of construction and keeping the structure, stopping it all from falling down in the editing phase. So it was, it was very interesting. It's, it's all the same thing. Yeah. It's all the same thing. And as an actor, how do you? I mean, where is the um, physical? Uh, you, you have to be it as a physical person, mm -hmm. something, and then also mentally. Be how, how do you? I think I prepare think... for a character like the you're now coming in Mudas mm -hmm. in Sweden, mm -hmm. where you play a real bastard. Thank uh, you. Uh, yeah, it's nice. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. So, so how do you build that him up, so to speak? I, I. I think it's, I think a lot of people think that acting is about lying. Acting is about telling the truth, trying, trying to tell a truth. And it's the only way I can do it. I'm a terrible liar. That's why in real life, I'm quite nice because I can't lie. When I when I lie, my face goes very red. Okay. And I Bad at poker. Uh, I can't play poker. No. <laughs> and I swear, you know this card game, uh, a cheat. You know, yeah. uh, um, when you pretend that you have cards yeah. in your hands. My daughter, from the age of six, would beat me at cheat. God, I can't do it. I can't lie. I can't pretend. Uh, four aces, cheat. Oh, no. so, oh. But you pretend as an actor, or you don't. To, uh, you don't pretend. Uh, well, maybe some people do. I I have to find a truth somewhere within me yeah. an understanding um, transform it from the paper yeah but you have to make it you it has to, he has to be he has to sit within you now most of my career I have played murderers, rapists um, psychopaths Pedophiles. Is it really so? Yeah. We've seen you as a very beautiful, handsome man in some stuff. Also, Jane Austen is a classic. We're going to talk about okay. that. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but but okay, again, yeah. again, he's a very weak man. He doesn't make the proper decisions. Okay. He goes for the money rather than for love. Um, and I think one of the things that, that, that is essential for me is to, is to understand... But at the same time, never bring my morality, never bring Greg's morals into okay. the piece I'm doing. Is it I hard to lift that hat no, off? No, no, no. Because I think if it's if the if the situation is well written and the words are well written and the scene is well written, there is an understanding of why these words are being said, and especially in in modus. Because this man is f fantastically intelligent. He is also a doctor of psychology, so he understands how the human mind works. He is a rampant narcissist. He Depraved, is, or he is, should we use that um, word? Um, no. Well, you, you keep I, I on, wouldn't sorry. use depraved. <laughs> no, uh, what did you say? Uh, he's, he's, no. he's, he's Machiavellian. 
he I, will he will he will do whatever he thinks is needed to get to the next step. And in a TV series like this, you get the time to build yeah, him up yeah, and present him. Yeah. So that must be good well, instead of a feature film. Or as long as the writing is sustained. As long, because often when you do a long series, it starts really well, yeah. and then the writing gets worse and worse okay. and worse. Because often you have, like in this, you will have one writer or two writers, and they either get exhausted or they run out of time, or everyone's now, the producer's coming to them, or the director's coming, oh, we need to change this, we need to change that, and they just, um, it's not laziness, I think it's exhaustion more than anything. Um, but this, what was wonderful about this writing with, 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 with my and Peter, is they kept it going all the way through, yeah. and the last episode was as good as the first okay, episode yeah. in the writing. Um, and And... It's, it's, find, it's not finding parts of, of my character because I would very much hope that I am not capable of uh, uh, rape or murder. And yet I can understand and I can find a truth how the character I'm playing is capable of rape and murder. Yeah, this is interesting. Do you have to feel some kind of uh, sympathy or... Not love, but for your character. You can't bring that because you're bringing your moral in. You ah. cannot bring your moral in. You okay. cannot sympathise, or or. But then or, you step outside from yourself. You, you, you. What's interesting is you have to step outside in your brain, but step inside in your balls and heart and <laughs> gut. <laughs> yeah. In a way, you know, mm. it's it's it is it is fascinating, and and I think that can become very dangerous for people often because they find it hard to take the character out of themselves or themselves out of the character at the end of the filming day. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it can, it, it can affect you. I, I, I love playing dark, dark people because I'm not a dark, dark person. Oh, you're very nice. Man. Uh, at the end of the day, when they say, thank you very much, that's a wrap. So many actors say this. That, mm. And, you know, like... Uh, we have some legends in Sweden. I, I, I remember I met him at the train station actually, and he said he played with, he played in this um, uh, the Kingdom mm-hmm. uh, by Trier. It was mm-hmm. a great TV mm-hmm. series that he made, and he said it's much more interesting to play these characters to dwell yeah. into yeah, those always. emotions and always. Well, y- you would. Is hope it harder as well? You uh, y- you hope that you live life in a moral way. So why would I want to play a moral character? It's boring. And I'm thinking, uh, don't be uh, shy now about this, but since you are a very good-looking man, mm-hmm. been since you were young, has that been something that's been kind of a bad thing for you, so to speak, when you're getting cast in things, that you will get in and, oh, yeah. it's like you grant to Colin Firth, yeah, Greg Wise, you know, all these British... <laughs> Nice looking. Actors. You know, I think one of the lovely things about getting older and uh, and doing this job more is that you relax and you hopefully have more of an awareness of yourself and what you bring into the room without trying. Now I know when I come into a room, people have certain images of me. Everybody and, remembers the part in Sense and Sensibility. It will be, of course, of course, but then. You have the interest 
because you can play with the audience. And the audience will see because we first deal with what we see and then what we hear and then what we feel. So if you see a certain face coming in, you go, oh, he's good looking, so he must be kind. (laughs) Now, then when you're not kind, it's a shock. Now, that's drama. Yeah. That's drama. So don't play against what you're bringing into no, the room. That is a Hollywood uh, yeah. failure that they use, yeah. like a rapist or whatever. Yeah. Is also it's always got the scars. Looks and, like me, a bad bag. Looks like you. <laughs> yeah. You you would be the Hollywood rapist. <laughs> I would be the policeman. <laughs> However, in Sweden, it's the other way yeah. around. And that's yeah, interesting. Yeah. But that's, I, I think... Isn't I, that what, uh, if you remember, you must talk some film history, when Sergio Leone, the legendary Sergio Leone, mm-hmm. he put the beautiful with the ice blue eyes, mm-hmm. Henry Fonda, mm-hmm. as mm-hmm. the revolver mm-hmm. sling, gunslinger, yeah. psychopath, yeah. Yeah. in Once Upon a Time in America. Yeah. 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 But, but he took this good guy from Hollywood and gave That's it interesting. And it was that's drama. <laughs> because also, also... And Charles Bronson. Yeah. Was and, a good guy yeah. in that film. And if we're... If we're <laughs> If, if we're able to think about it afterwards as an audience, we then ask ourselves the questions. So, handsome people, we treat better. We think they will be better. And we know this. We know this. It's, this works in, in industry, in politics. commerce, in politics. You know, this was seen... I know he's probably not the best example, but Nixon... You know, sweating on the television the first yeah, time the, they the, had the, the three o'clock shade. What's it called? The debates. Yeah. Um, um, so it's this terrible thing that we will we will give people who are are handsome or attractive. We will give them more power as the good people. Now that's fun as an actor because you can play with it and you can play with the audience, um, and that's why I think. Uh, it's the enjoyment of someone who, who maybe has, has a, 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 a handsome quality to them being ugly in their actions and ugly in their speech. Yeah. Now, uh, I love to see, I, I think you, maybe you hate it, as you said that you say no to Midsummer Murders every year, <laughs> but uh, British crime drama and drama, and the, you're in the crowd yeah. as well. Yeah. So what is it? Because we just love it here in Sweden. We have this connection in Sweden with England. and mm-hmm. It's an old tradition, mm-hmm. especially me from Gothenburg, you mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. We all have names like Barry, Morgan, Ronnie, Michael, yeah, yeah, and yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah. that. So maybe I have an English father, I don't know. <laughs> no? <laughs> Sorry, Dad. Well, we all, uh, have, we all have Viking in us in yeah, Britain. I've been definitely. in York, so yeah. I know. Uh, Jorvik. Uh, fantastic, uh, Yorkshire. What, what about... Um, what is it with English... Act, it, it, there is. It's, it's hard for you to pinpoint it down, or because it is. You, many of you, go over to Hollywood mm. and do the parts over there, like in Star Wars or whatever you, mm. you, you mm. have. I think. I think there was for many, many years. Um, and again, it comes back to what we were talking about before with morality, with an actor bringing their morality to play in a character. I think Americans, a lot of the mainstream Americans were uncomfortable at playing immoral, ugly, dark characters. They did in the 40s though, in a film noir. Yeah, but I think that changed. And so what they did is they brought the British actors over who didn't, A, they didn't care, and B, they knew these were the better parts. Yeah. 
um, well paid as well. And I know, I know um, a story. Uh, I won't give you the actor's name, but no. um, um, there was a wonderful film written with a fantastic character in it, um, and he, he was asked to do it by a director he'd worked with a lot of times, and he said, um, "No, I can't play this character because it's at one point in this piece there is." Um, talk that the character had had sex with a 14-year-old black girl. And he said, I can't do this because this is not a <laughs> film. My audience, who love me as <laughs> would not like to see me associated with a character who has sex with a 14-year-old black girl. And you just think, oh, that's so sad. So you are denying yourself interesting roles because you feel, because you are now the star, that your audience would not would think less of you because you were deciding to play a character that has sex with a fourteen-year-old girl. This is this is so confusing, and it's and it's and it's wrong. And, and the Brits don't mind. Yeah, I'll do that. Fantastic. So, for a lot of the time as well, um, an American would never play a homosexual. Of course. So they bring the Brits in for yeah. that, you know? <laughs> yeah, I think it, right now when my daughter is reading film studies and uh, watching all those great Hitchcock mm-hmm, movies, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Strangers on the Train, mm-hmm. The Row, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. this underlying yeah, yeah, yeah. homosexual yeah, yeah, themes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think, I think this is all changing now with, with the, the recent rise, the fantastic rise of American television where you're finding suddenly all the good writing is coming from television, not from film. All the good acting is coming from television and not from film. And they are pushing all the time. So you have mainstream television about someone transgendering, about a parent. (laughs) Um, uh, uh, And so maybe it's changing. Is it a a more interesting... uh, Okay. Is it more interesting nowadays to work in TV because TV has don't have that sense? You you can dwell into. I think I think I are. think the longer format. So you say we have eight hours, we have twelve hours, we have twenty hours to explore this story and these people. That's wonderful. There's also something equally wonderful about saying we have ninety minutes. So how do we do it? A whole different thing. Yeah. It's a whole different thing. It's the difference between a novel and a short story. You know, it's the yeah. difference between between a huge, great um, uh, Guernica painting or a very quick Degas pencil sketch. You know, both are equally fantastic, but they're very different things. So how is it for you, uh, since you're an, a, a schooled uh, actor, to, do you like to be on the stage as well, or have you left that totally? I never really joined it. Um, okay. No, I, 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 um, from being a very small child, I've been too interested in too many things to do one thing properly, really. So I, I, I like to constantly explore, and and I find the 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 routine of repetition of theatre not necessarily the repetition when you get on stage because hopefully it's different every night but just the shape of every day is the same you know when you have to have your food you know when you have to have your rest you know what train you have to get to go to the theatre you know you have to uh, 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 and it just it sort of 
it, I think one of the reasons I love being an actor is because I don't have to get up at the same time every day, shave, put a shirt on, p- put my tie on, take the train and go and sit in an office. I know I couldn't ever do that. And there is something about that that, that, that theatre means to me. Is like working in an office. Okay. Um, and also in. But my, you have been working on. Th- yeah, yeah, I've done, I've done, I've done, I've done. You know, a, a, been there, done a that. bit of theatre. Okay. Um, um, but I also know, and I think one knows this as well. The more you do it, that m- that my biorhythms, my energies. I'm really good at seven o'clock in the morning. I'm really not very good at seven o'clock at night. Uh-huh. So I can play. I can play a huge scene at seven in the morning on set. Seven o'clock at night, I want to be having a beer, eating my dinner, sitting with the family, talking, having a friend oh, round, yeah. da da da, just relaxing. That's not when my energy levels are good in the evening. I know this, so it's 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 good to know. How is you've been in the business quite long now? Yeah, yeah. So. Is it still challenging for you? And do you still feel that you, when you wake up in the morning that I have the best job in the world and I have yeah. a great life? And um, not every morning, obviously, <laughs> uh, because then there's a little bit of lunacy involved in that. No, I'm, 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 I think, more excited now than I've ever been because I'm doing lots of different things. And I've never, I've never acted in a way, professionally, constantly. I never work for more than three or four months of the year. But recently I've been writing a lot more. I've been making documentaries. Yeah. Um, uh, I've been, I have, I've got a book uh, that's coming out in the spring as well. I'm hopefully making a documentary this autumn. Your book is about? Um, is about death. Um, I'm uh, I've, I'm I'm lucky enough to have a bit of land in Scotland, and I'm learning about forestry and about trees and um, playing with wood and and making things out of wood. And uh, uh, I climb mountains, and uh, I'm a father and a husband, and yeah. and and all of these things. And 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 that's where my health lives in lots of different things. I think if I just spent my life acting, I'd be pretty miserable now, really. And also, I think it doesn't help an actor to act too much, because we are hopefully we are drawing from our life experience in our job. So we have to go and live. We have to go and have experiences. Otherwise, you're saying, "Oh, I know this part. This part's like that part I played two years ago." When I when I drew on the experience of this part five years ago, from something that I remember as a child, no, no, no. Keep having these new experiences because as we grow older, our relationship to the world changes, so our acting should change. And I think if we just go from set to set, from theatre to theatre, we 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 will become worse actors, really. Is this a new interest you have, or have you had that since you were a child as well, or this thing about? You've done it all, and then you understand that you want to do. No, it. since I was a child, I could never do one thing all the time. Okay, you know, and 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 I think I was lucky to know that very early on, that I needed lots of different things to keep me healthy and happy, 
and energized and focused. Um, I love the fact that people will just work very hard on one thing. I really want my brain surgeon to just be working as a brain surgeon or my concert pianist to have practiced for eight hours a day. That's great. I'm not saying people shouldn't do that. But for me, I know that my health lies in doing lots of different things because you bring a new energy to everything all the time. Yeah. And, it, and, and I hope it makes everything better. How, how was the experience to come to Sweden to play in motors with some Swedish actors and some Danish actors mm -hmm, as well? Mm -hmm. Proper Castine and yeah, 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 yeah. How has that been? Has it been any difference from working in, uh, at home? Uh, no, that's what's lovely, is, is, is the family that is created when you make a film is the same anywhere in the world. Okay. They just speak a different language. Um, but, but here was, was gorgeous because I was working at the same time um, on the second series of The Crown, which is an enormous, huge factory. Yeah. I mean, in, in, I'm not saying this in a bad way. That's you fantastic. have to have an enormous setup to make this enormous piece. Yeah. And there's hundreds of people there, and ah, and it's ah, and then you come here, and it's a tiny, tiny collection of people, and it's a very dedicated small space. Same dedication. Of or? course, of course, of course. Now, for me, this is where the joy lives, because you really get to know the family. You become part of the family. Um, um, it's you know we are we are circus people, really. You know we we all come together and we move around. And hopefully we all keep focused on the same thing. And then we go off and we do other things. And maybe we come back together again another time. And we're very pleased to see each other. Or maybe we never see each other again. And it doesn't matter. Um, but I love the connection that you are able to make with a small crowd of people. And of course, at the same time, the Swedes are saying, this is the biggest production Sweden's ever made. <laughs> and you're going, I love it. I love it. You know. Yeah. Um, and because I think everyone, everyone feels a lot more responsible for the outcome. I think when you have 150 people in a crew and 300 extras and 20 actors, yeah. I think it's more difficult for everyone to focus on why we're all here. When there's 18 people in a little room in Sodermalm, we all know why we're here. Yeah. Yeah. Do, 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 are you treated like a superstar? Uh, this is a bit... Only, oh, at, oh, only at home, <laughs> obviously. Um, no, but I don't... I, 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 I like to feel part of the crew. Yeah. So anyway, whatever job I do, I, I will always generally hang around on set rather than go back to my trailer or whatever it is. Because I love the connections. I love hearing the stories and finding how... People have arrived in this place. Because if you think about a film crew, if there were a nuclear war and there was only a film crew left, we would survive. Because you have every discipline there. You have carpenters, you have electricians, you have cooks, you have people who can make clothes, you have people who can solve the problems. You could, they would, of course, eat the actors to start with, because we can't, you know, we're absolutely useless for It's anything. like an old tribe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and all these different people brought together have all come in a very strange route into this world. So I love always to hear the stories. How did you get here? How are you here? 
Where have you come from? And of course, people come from all different places. Yeah. And it's fantastic. It is, it is an odd form of alchemy, you know, when you're trying to turn lead into gold. Yeah. Because you don't know if August it's going to... Yeah, you know? because if you don't know if it will work. And this strange, all these different yeah. energies, all this different thing, and there's words, and there's light, and there's electricity, and there's paint, and there's costume, and there's, there's metal, and, 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 and you're in a strange space, and everyone's trying to pretend to be somewhere else. And it's, 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 it, you're in a lab, in a chemical lab. Is this going to work? Are these things going to make something else? And sometimes they do, and sometimes they don't. Sometimes they're terrible. <laughs> Uh, what about you? You have been working in Hollywood. Mm. Yeah, is that something that you want to do more? No, 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 no. I did the I did the glorious um, uh, uh, suicide after Sense and Sensibility came out, and um, and I was the pretty young English boy who is, you know, uh, uh, everyone gets very excited about, and and uh, I found myself in the uh, office of the head of Sony Pictures. And him saying, what do you want to do next? And me saying, um, I don't want to work in America. And that was the end of the meeting. Uh-huh. And I went home. Uh, Why did you say that? I didn't want to work in America. You felt that? that you yeah, know? yeah. Um, I'm very good at, at, uh, at getting to a certain point and then disappearing. Uh, um, because I know from what we've been saying already, that I need lots of different things. Yeah. One thing would make me ill and unhappy. And I knew that. Yeah. And I knew that then. And I still know it now. So um, I will always try and pull back from success. Because, I mean, this is success. Goodness me, I'm doing a lovely piece of work in Sweden. You couldn't ask for anything better. Um, uh, and I think the difficulty can come with a lot of people who see a job as a way of getting to the better job, to get somewhere else, to keep going up. And I love, I love wherever I happen to find myself. So I might go from a film to do a, a, a radio play or read a book yeah. on, on a CD or, or write or just go into the hills in Scotland and, and grow a beard, you yeah. know. <laughs> That's it's nice to do that. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 whatever you think will will make you as healthy and as happy as possible. And I know for me, working all year round and 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 uh, living and working in America probably would not have made me happy and healthy. No. Uh, you have friends and colleagues that you talk about this with that have made that experience. Yeah, that? yeah, yeah, yeah. And what's very interesting um, that. In a strange way, the more successful you are, often the more unhappy you are. Okay. Because it doesn't bring happiness with it. It is okay. For sure, you have. I understand that that film was important because you met your wife yeah. in that film. But you also worked with a guy. I met him in Cannes many years ago. Uh, one of the world's best, my favorite director, Ang, Ang Lee. Yeah. How yeah. was that? Oh, oh, Ang was Ang was so beautiful. This was his first English language film, and I think he managed to get away with a lot because he pretended not to speak English as well as he actually could speak English. Okay. So he could be very direct, which you thought is that rude? 
No, it's not rude. He doesn't speak English very well. So, um, uh, there's, a, there's a lovely story that, that, that Emma, Emma talks about. Um, uh, they're doing a scene and it's not quite working and, and Anne comes up to Emma and says, uh, Emma, don't be so old. <laughs> don't be so old. And what he meant was, remember, you don't know a lot about the world... You've been kept in a very small environment, you know, blah, 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 blah. You're bringing too much age into this and situation. Like, An experience. Yeah. Don't be so old. Which, of course, saying to her at the time <laughs> she was a 35-year-old actress playing someone in her 20s yeah. was not the best thing to say. But, um, no, he was... Ang, Ang, Ang was incredible because... You may want to just put it on airplane. But, uh, anyway, okay, it's... It's on again. It's on again. Okay. Um, no, it's red. I don't know why, but uh, I, don't know I hope what, it works. I don't know what red. It seems. Like, yeah. Okay. So uh, let's take it from that then. Mm. Uh, what about uh, directing yourself? Is that something that you? Um, I think sometimes when you work with directors who aren't very good, you think, "Oh, I could do that." And then sometimes you work with people like Ang Lee, and you think, "I could never do that." Um, I don't know. I don't know. I think. I think it's difficult for actors to direct. Um, although I think if, 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 if you think you're the only person who could tell this story and you can't think of anyone else, then do it. Absolutely do it. But because but so, but you, you said you, you've written a book about death and you mm-hmm. do other stuff, but, but uh, at the same time, being on, uh, in front of the camera for so many years, a lot of <clears throat> actors want to do that, though. They want yeah. to try to do that. But, but then a lot of actors need to ask themselves, is this just ego? Is this just um, because I think... Because you don't think you have that no, I mean, story in yourself think, that you want to I tell. Think, I, think, I think it's about power sometimes as well. Um, I think one of the things that, 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 that I know as an actor is that the only power I have is to be as good as I can be on this particular moment of this scene as we're filming it. Yeah. That's the only power. After that, I have to... Trust the director and the editor and the producers and the distributor and, and everyone not to m- mess with it. Or sometimes they make it better as well. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I know a lot. I'm interested. I always talk to camera people and the designers and everyone. I'm interested in the camera, in the lens, in the shot, in the, you know, and talking about how things are set up and if time is short, saying that we don't need to do all this coverage. We can, I'm, I'm certain we can do this in one shot, in a two shot. Look, watch this. If we, st- you know, so yeah, yeah. everyone has to help on the day, yeah. really. Um, uh, but, but directing per se, I don't know. I don't okay, know. I see. Now, uh, <clears throat> looking here, um, do you say it? note a lot of scripts you get a lot of scripts and that you so it it's like buses sometimes five buses come at once okay and sometimes you're waiting hours for a bus uh it's the same with scripts sometimes you get a lot of scripts coming in um sometimes you wait for months and months and months um i i again talking about power the only other power i have as an actor is the power to say no yeah that's all that's all. And, and you always say no I, to midsummer murders? Generally, I'm not available. 
But you wouldn't... No, I, of course, I'd do anything. Is it very popular at home in England as well? I as mean, far as I know, popular, yeah. I don't watch television, but as far as I know... Yeah. Um, I'm doing a, 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 a tiny little film at the moment, um, a, a gothic vampire film set in 1780. Um, and, and I said yes to it because it's a new wave of young filmmakers. It's a n- new young producers, a new young director new sound people and lighting people and one of the thing one of the responsibilities of someone when they get to a certain position in the world is to support the new people coming through yeah. um so so a lot of the times i will say yes to this kind of work um and no to more mainstream oh i'm just doing it because i'm not doing anything this two weeks and uh it will be fun um, but uh, uh, no, I don't. I don't want to work too much. I don't want people to get bored of me. That's the <laughs> okay. Now <clears throat> you can just finish off by uh, one question that I have to ask. Thinking of uh, what happened, no, no other comparisons, but with Diana, the, the British English paparazzi. Mm. Since you live, you, you're a famous actor, and your wife is famous mm. actor, your family. Mm. Do you have a lot of problems with that at home in England? Again, it, it comes and goes. It comes and goes. Um, uh, uh, we we don't go out much. We stay quiet. Um, we're not the paparazzi uh, uh, fodder, um, um, but they are they are dirty and they are desperate. Um, and and we have not learned any lessons from the death of Diana, and it's still I think just as bad. Um, um, but I have nothing to do with them. I mean, we had a terrible moment when we were first discovered by the newspapers 22 years ago. Yeah. How was um, that? It was absolutely horrible and I and I disappeared and I went to Australia and I went to a, 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 in the middle of nowhere in Queensland and within two days there was a photographer there. They found you. Yeah. 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 They're very good. They're very good. But isn't it that they give the people what they want? Is that the defense or what is it? I mean, that would be the defense they use. Yeah. But I don't know. I think we can we can we can do better than this, really. Yeah. Of course. How is it to work with Emma? You you think that is? I think you, she's really difficult. Yeah. <laughs> no. Um, you can say whatever you want. No, no, no. We haven't. She we, would never listen to this no, podcast. No. <laughs> um, um, no, uh, we have. We, we we don't work together. We haven't worked together. We did Sense and Sensibility. We then did a little film. Effie Gray was it? Um, uh, yeah, uh, uh, but we didn't didn't work on that together. Okay. Um, and uh, we're 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 writing at the moment um, uh, uh, a film script together, which is good. Yeah. We haven't killed each other. <laughs> Neither of us has shouted or cried. Okay. But there's still time. We've only done the first draft. Okay, so there's a film coming up that you write. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hopefully filmed uh, next year. Great. Well, it's been a pleasure. Thank you. Uh, I hope the technique worked here. And I I don't know. I don't know. It's all red. It's all red now, but it's... Yeah, I hope it works out fine. Oh, yeah. Well, if not, we can do it over the phone. (laughs) Okay, no, but this would be great. It's... Thank you for for uh, for being here. Uh, mm-hmm. Let's run out and, and break a leg. Is the word for it? Yes. Thank you.
Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.